So can you imagine taking the leap to do like a 30 day challenge? Like you're, you have to lose whatever X amount of, of weight or whatever it is, but people that are really like finally ready to get in their best shape mentally and physically. And then all of a sudden they're like, Hey, guess what? Like the gym's closed. Like that's discouraging for some people. And now for something completely different. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. From the deserts of southwestern United States of America, Scottsdale, Arizona, to the beautiful, sparkling Pacific Ocean next to San Diego and all parts in between and beyond, this is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. This is Tony Dufresne, PhD, your host. And I am pleased to announce that today I am joined by my past host buddy, Lexi Rodriguez. Lexi, how you doing? Good. That was beautiful. I, that I, was like, did you write that yourself? Right off the top of my head. It was beautiful. It almost gave me chills up my spine. All right. So that's uh, that's what happens when you do 900 shows over five years. You know, we started this like five, five and a half years ago. I got a reminder on my Instagram and it was like this photo posted five years ago. And it was when I was sitting on your couch and we had just recorded our first episode after I quit my job. That's right. After the job. Yeah. Moved to San Diego. Since moving to San Diego, you have developed your own uh, fitness program, your specialties on health. You're dealing now with your clients who you can't, they can't go to the gym anymore. They can't go to the bar studio anymore you're trying to figure out how to help them out they're trying to figure out how to adjust what are you finding in regards to this new normal and how people are adjusting you know i i'm seeing so much online and in social media and i think the first week what are, i don't even know what week we're in but the first week that this all happened, um, I actually chose before my studios were closed to not go in and teach. I was kind of like, hey, like don't, no disrespect, but I'm going to take this week off and see what happens. Cause I mean, nobody knew what was gonna happen. I just didn't feel comfortable um, going into a studio. And it was because I'm there to like hype you up, to make you feel good, to make you feel confident, to make you feel safe. And I'm doing all of those things with my energy because of everything I was seeing that was going on. I was like, I can't, there's no way I can fake it right now. So I'm saying all that to say is that I think people are excited because now all of that has moved online. So resources are still, if not more, available for everyone who wants to work out from home. I think it's a little different on my end, though. Are you finding it difficult for people to make that transition? And what are you doing to help your clients to become more comfortable with this whole new situation that they're not used to? You know what? It's tough. And I think it's it's um, almost more challenging on a fitness professional's end because we can, it's just like in the gym. I can do so much in person in studio to say, hey, if you come in three times a week and you 
work out and you eat right, right? And then you give yourself a few limitations, but not too much. It's all about what that person's doing when they leave the gym. So I think it's more challenging now because yeah, we can create Facebook groups and we can get people excited, but we can't like physically send our energy to someone and be like, you know, I think my favorite part about teaching is getting lit up by my clients is I show up for them every day. And it's, I, I'm not going to lie. It is so hard to teach a class, just go live on Instagram or on Facebook. Um, and I don't see them. I don't feel them. And you know, me and the way I think sometimes I'm like, I'm sitting here in my living room, screaming at the top of my lungs, like I'm performing for 300 people. And I know that's how I should be doing it because I know there are people there that are getting something out of it, even if it's just five to 10. But like, as a realist, and I am just kind of like, this is weird. So what we're doing to create a safe community is just knowing or letting them know that we're here if they need to talk or if something, you know, is is lacking in their life. But the problem is there's a lot lacking in their life. You know what I mean? Like, I think there was a few challenges that um, I was programming that we had to stop. So can you imagine taking the leap to do like a 30 day challenge? Like you're, you have to lose whatever X amount of, of weight or whatever it is, but people that are really like finally ready to get in their, in their best shape, mentally and physically and then all of a sudden they're like hey guess what like the gym's closed like that's discouraging for some people um so i don't know they i I don't have like a great answer for that i know there are people that are so uber motivated and that's great for them but i know there are probably people that are so discouraged and like i am as well like i'm fighting through every day to be like okay people need me and i need this um and we all got to stay on track and adapt but it's really hard. It's really weird. Well, it's really, yeah, because it's something that we've never dealt with before and nobody's dealt with in like 100 years. And they, hopefully, if we get everything figured out, we won't have to deal with this for like another 100 or 200 years to where it's it's such a nodal event. And I've talked about this in the last number of shows. It's such an extreme situation. It's such a crisis. Not only are we dealing with massive change, right? We are also dealing with the underlying current of life or death, right? Right. So you've got that. So people are like freaked out because they're thinking that they're going to get the virus or they'll give it to their grandparents and their grandparents will have a hard time because most of the people that are having issues with this are older or have health conditions. So they're all freaked out. At the same time, they're trying to create some sort of a new normal at home and trying to create structure and ritual or something where they've never done it before. I've worked out at, out of my house for quite some time, but I can tell you when I first started, and I know this for you because we've talked about this before, it's a, it's a whole, just like you said, whole different vibe, right? So you have to put yourself in a different position for the vibe. What I'm finding is expectation is a huge thing. People think that I have to keep on this. I have to keep going. The expectation is the same results. The expectation is the same amount of dedication to the same amount of, of regimen, the same getting up. And in going through a grieving process or going through a big crisis, a nodal event, having that expectation is devastating and it wipes people out. Are you seeing that with your clients? Yeah. I mean, I'm seeing that people are probably just discouraged and they're like, well, whatever, why not um, skip this workout? Because it doesn't even matter. It's probably the same for people that are used to waking up and going to an office. They're like, why don't I just sleep until 10? Because nobody's going to know. Right. So it's a lot of like keeping yourself accountable. Um, 
but it's a lot of giving yourself grace and just being able to let yourself chill out. And if, and I know there are a lot of people out there like me where I create a routine and structure in my life for a reason. Like there is a reason why I only give myself one day off. Not only yes, do I love what I do, but I also love to party. So I know that if I'm going to give myself two or three days off, like we're going to go to a show. We're probably going to stay out all night. And I would never do that irresponsibly if I had to teach the next day. I mean, I've been there and done that like all through college. It wasn't fun. But for the people that are like me that are structuring their lives so that they feel like they have some sort of control, this is really dangerous. And I think that's why I am so grateful that there are so many resources that people can check out on social media and online. Um, But Really, that could also be overwhelming. I think my next point that I wanted to get to is the pressures right now of having to come out of this, quote unquote, a new person or, hey, you know, that dream you always had? Well, you better go get it. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's a lot of pressure. Like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like people it's like, cool. I have time. What do I want to focus on? But it's not that easy. And I think when people are like, holy shit, I better come out of this with the six pack abs. I better come out of this with the degree I've always wanted or learning that new language on Duolingo or whatever it is. And that's also bullshit. I think that it's relative to everyone. I think as long as people can adapt to, yeah, what is new, but continue to grow on top of who they were before this happened, things will be okay. It's so 100% true in terms of people putting so much pressure on the fact that they're saying, oh, well, you have this time and space. And I've talked about it before. It was like two shows ago. And I said, you have this time and space. Use it. It doesn't mean completely morph yourself into this like purpose-driven person that all of a sudden you're going to have this epiphany and you're going to go out and you're going to save the world or invent a you know better light bulb or something, which is not the point of anything. And I've seen, and thank God, I have seen more articles come out now saying you guys just got to chill the fuck out because it's not about reinventing yourself in this situation. It's about, but number one, self-soothing. You got to, you got to just make sure that you're okay and understand that this is a big deal and it's okay and you'll be all right and just work with your people. The second thing is, is that you're creating new regimens. You're creating new structure and it's going to be wonky and it's going to be awkward. I talked about setting up a home office. I said, don't listen to all the bullshit that's out there in regards to the 30 tips and the, you know, mental, uh, good mental health. If you set it up, the feng shui and all that crap nonsense get a comfortable chair and set up a space in a place where it's not like at the kitchen or at the breakfast bar to where you just have your own space that's it after that you're going to be uncomfortable because this is all about being uncomfortable it's just kind of how it is don't put that pressure on yourself to like totally evolve into something that you're that you're not but use the space right right and pay attention i think to um to how you react to this change, I think is good. It's a good one for me that I'm, I'm really like, okay, I'm awesome with the routine, right? I'm killing it. I get to get high from teaching, right? Every time I teach a class, I'm high, I walk out the door. I'm like, yeah, I'm changing lives, blah, blah, blah. But now it's like ego check to me. If I wasn't teaching a class of what, 30 people every day, Would I still love to do what I do? You know what I mean? Do I still love to connect even if it's virtually? There there are these questions that I'm asking myself and what I urge people to do is ask questions, right? 
and a journal prompt would say, like, how has life changed since this happened? Because you know what? It probably, I, I get that it's changed. I get it. But if, okay, maybe you're just not going into the office anymore. Maybe, and that's that's a big deal, but okay, cool, you're working from home. I bet at some point in your life while you were going into your office, you were like, God, I wish I fucking worked from home. Oh, so yeah, of write down, write, like, write down what has changed. Write down how much of what has changed you can control, right? So if you see like, well, um, I've been drinking a little bit more. Okay, that's something you can control. But if you say, I work from home and all my projects are at my computer at work. Okay, well, you can't control that. So now you have to do what you can. And I also think you should write down three positive things that are that you've got out of this. And then three not so positive things. And that's fine, right? It's all about feeling what's going on and being in this, I always tell my clients when we're working out is like, this hurts, this hurts. Nobody wants to be in a squat for a minute and a half, but you have to be in that shit to change. You have to own, you got to own the moment. You got to own the reality for you to, to get out of it, to grow out of it. It's funny because I was, the alcohol consumption has gone up 500%, but again, that's a coping mechanism. And that pivots me to the second part that I want to talk to you about and get your feedback on, you and Smitty have a good relationship. You guys are on all the time. He puts up with all your shit. And so the guy's obviously a saint. The last show that I did, I talked about uh, different attachments and different issues and different stressors that are on couples being now isolated with each other and having to deal with certain things that they haven't had to deal with before because they could create physical space. And they also had this this concept of being able to do that and they can't do that now. So stuff's bubbling to the surface. Talk to me about how you guys are handling this and what's different now. That's a great question. I was actually thinking about that. We are like, imagine if you you know, didn't have a great relationship. I mean, I've had a relationship that I lived with that I didn't love. Like it wasn't good. It wasn't healthy, but we were living together. And like many people have been through at the time, it wasn't smart for either of us to move out. Like that could have been me, right? It just depends on the time that this had happened to you. I always wake up feeling so fucking blessed that this happened when I am with somebody who is the most patient man in the world. And things are are great for us. What I was thinking is like probably for him, he likes to go out to dinner and to shows and to get out of the house because he works at home. So he's used to kind of solitude. I'm around hundred people a day. I'm a homebody. So when I come home from work, usually I'm like, I just want to chill. And he's like, are you sure you don't want to go here? Like we have friends there. You want to meet up? And I'm like, no, I don't. So for me, this is kind of what I love but um, other than like the dinners and like, you know, the, the shit, like going to see my family, those that's the important, but that's not what I'm talking about. But for him, I think it's a little more challenging because he is a social person and he's an extrovert. So for me, and I know for a lot of introverts out there that I've been seeing, they're kind of fine with it. And I, you know, I hate to say that, but some people are fine with it. But you know what my tip is to people that may not be in the best relationship and hopefully it isn't harmful, but it's like, well, cool. 
maybe this was what you needed to be like, hey, this isn't serving me anymore. This isn't healthy. I'm better than this. And maybe they needed to just be in the bullshit for a little bit because they probably would have never left because, hey, they have the distraction of going to work. They have the distraction of being like, hey, I have a girl's night to go to. It's like, well, hey, now you don't. So now you need to stand up for yourself and create the life that's going to serve you the way you, you want it to serve you. Yeah, that's happening a lot. I tell you what, you, you, I, I tell you what, you if you're single, uh, just hang on and wait, wait for a couple few months or something, then get onto Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge, and Plenty of Fish, and all that stuff, because it's going to be a cornucopia of single people, which is great, because this is basically like the tide going out and exposing all of the trash and all the stuff that's on the bottom of the bay, and you're like, holy crap, this place looks like it's terrible. Now we could go, we could float over it in our boats, but now that the tide is out, now we have to deal with it. And it's the same exact thing that's happening, which is why it's so important to just be in the moment and be honest when something comes up like this and you, and you confront it with the person and there's no reconciliation because I guarantee you right now with the different attachment types and whatnot, that you, you will not be able to, to come to a reconciliation with it. And then there's going to be. Not only this stuff, but the death of the relationship you're going to have to deal with. But it, overall, it will be a better move. I say, and that's about just kind of rolling with it and going with. It. What are the coping mechanisms besides drinking heavily that you have found that helps you guys? What I've learned, regardless of quarantine with him, and what I'm so grateful for is that we communicate our problems before one of us blows up. To the max, right? Like maybe one of us blows up a little bit, usually just me. Um, but we have really learned how to communicate and be like, hey, you're disregarding my feelings around work or I am with him. Um, and we really just need to communicate and express how we're feeling. I, I mean, and I hate to say it, but like we we usually just like hanging out like we hang out all the time anyways it hasn't been that much of a change but um regardless of quarantine i've learned to communicate how i'm feeling with him and i've learned to read him in a better way than i did before because now i'm around him more right Mm -hmm. so and you know me like i i mean i can read a room like crazy but now it's really important for me to he will give me the shirt off his back and jump in front of a bus for me. But it's important for me while I'm home worn out to show him that I am there for him. And, you know, I want to be his rock because he's always been mine. Um, And I think I'm just seeing that more is that like, I want to really like be here for him and cook for him and make him feel good and make him feel confident because um, usually that's what he does for me. Just as much as this situation is going to expose the cracks in something it also will expose the strengths. And if a relationship is built on a solid foundation, they're going to be exposed even more and then you're going to build upon that. And it's actually going to enrich the relationship more than, uh, the, in, than the other way around. And that's going to happen too. That's why this whole thing is so fascinating outside of the terrible, uh, tragic deaths that are happening. But what the changes that are happening now are incredible. And I, I actually can't wait to see how it pans out in like the next you know, a few months or so. Thank you, Lexi. Really appreciate it. Can you please tell everybody how to get into your workout stuff? And are, I mean, are you doing that free? Yeah, I'm just doing Venmo actually. So people just Venmo me donations, but you can follow me at Lexi.Marie.Rodriguez.com on Instagram. Oh, sorry, not .com. Lexi.Marie.Rodriguez instagram and then lexi-rodriguez.com is my website i'm doing some tips i'm doing some talks i want to be here for people through this and really like 
loving your job so much and kind of having it taken away from you, that shows me that I really do love it, right? Because if I didn't, I'd be like, cool vacation, right? But I'm like, God, I just want to like do my job. So I'm still just trying to keep that schedule and that routine as normal as it was, obviously with the changes quarantine. And for me, it's Tony at javabud.com. My PDF version of my book, I'm giving away for free. Just email me at Tony Javabud.com. I'm not going to put you on some you know email list. I'm not going to blast you with a bunch of stuff. All I want for you to do is to get back to me in regards to any questions or comments or concerns you have about the book as you go through it or when you finish, because it's important for me to get feedback. So other than that, you can find me on uh, Alexa flash briefing uh, and videos are on YouTube at the Java bud and then podcast and videos and everything else is on uh, javabud.com. J A V A B U D. And uh, thanks again, Lex. And uh, let's talk again. Okay. soon. So fun. We will. Yeah. Peace out. I'm too tired to pretend. I don't want to be alone. I'm calling on. 